Hello! Welcome to a brand new podcast, uh, The Propane Maniacs, episode one. Um, I put a t- I was, uh, Did you see the title I, I put on there, Josh? Loud is not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> loud is not allowed? Yes, I... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I that's not really going to be. I just thought I, I, I don't know why. I was just I was inspired while I was typing the the, the episode. I love but it. um, uh, yeah. So uh, I'm Perry Burkham, and I'm joined by my beautiful friend Josh Robinson. Oh, that was so sweet of you to say. Well, you know, Josh the Rock Robinson. Josh the it's Rock. something you know. Some nick. You know, you don't have a nickname, do you? No. Do we have one yet? I don't think so. Yeah. How about so, propane man? Yeah. <laughs> Flamer, no. Josh Flamer Robinson. <laughs> no, Flamer is cooler. <laughs> no, Flamer is cooler. Um, so, uh, come on, Peggy. Look, we're putting our names up on the board. It's really fun. <laughs> I love that. Uh, okay, you're going to hear a lot of, of spontaneous uh, King of the Hill references, and that's what it's all about. So, uh, you might be listening to, we are also putting this on my other podcast, Talk Nintendo Podcast. Um, for our first inaugural episode, there's lots of King of the Hill fans there, so I thought it'd be kind of fun to cross-post. But uh, yeah, Josh and I have been talking about this for three years, I bet. <laughs> it really is. I, I was trying to figure out when, when the first mention of it was, and it, it was at least two plus years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I probably didn't have any kids, and now I have two. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's going on. So um yeah, so yeah, what we're gonna do is it's gonna be an episodic, um, which is our favorite. That's our that's my favorite kind of sitcom is episodic. You, you can keep your story based uh, episodes out of here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, uh, we're gonna go through the episodes of King of the Hill, uh, starting with the pilot. That's what we're going with today. Um, and and you know, and just like the pilot of King of the Hill of any pilot. We are going to be finding our identity of the show. Um, going into it, we have uh, an idea of what we, we what we want it to be, but it's I think over time it's going to naturally evolve and become something awesome. And uh, so we have segments planned of uh, generally of what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the plot. Um, we're going to talk about the uh, the cast um, and any sort of trivia that we can think of along the way. But our idea is just to keep it nice and fresh. And you can watch an episode with uh, with us, you know, to prepare. Um, each week, or you can if you're uh, if you don't need to watch them, like like Josh and I, where we could just re- recite the whole thing. <laughs> we're just gonna memorize. We're just gonna start from the beginning, and and Josh and I are just gonna try to just repeat the whole p- episode, line memory. for line. Yep. You getting any compression? <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, what forward stands for, don't you? Stands for fix it again, <laughs> Tony. Uh, so yeah so i think so uh josh do you have anything else to say before we jump into the plot of the pilot oh man no uh, no, other than that i'm excited no let's 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 get at it yes and i will say it's really funny because it's like one of the reasons that like like i was hesitant about even doing uh an episodic like thing starting with the pilot it's like the pilot to me is one of my favorite if not my favorite episodes i mean it's just brilliant it's so funny every single line is is a one-liner i mean every single line i repeat every time i hear it so i'm basically <laughs> just talking while i'm because it's just so funny and and you know it, it some things are weird and 
you know, including that first theme song, you know, dang, 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 you know, like that. Oh, yeah. Where, like everything is, you know, and I think the only fly you ever see ever in the whole series in Texas is the first thing you see when he slaps on the back of his neck. Then he's that that single handedly solved the bug problem. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I just think the pilot is incredible. Um, it does establish a lot of characters. And honestly, the characters aren't while they, over the series, they do evolve uh, into different, uh, you know, into different personalities. But really, it's a pretty, pretty uh, steady, steady going uh, from the first episode to the last yeah, you know, it, I was, you know, I will get into this more later, but I was just noticing in my one of my many rewatches of the pilot that like you do like you're introduced to a lot of the characters and themes and sort of who they are pretty early on, like in this first episode. And, you know, it's not like, you know, a lot of this stuff changes. I mean, it really does sort of stay steady. And I mean, you know, you can see this first episode and you could watch the last episode and you'll pretty much know just about everyone that's there, I think. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, they get, you know, they pick up Lucky, and that's really it <laughs> by the end. So, um, yeah, so I guess starting with the, the you know, the, the storyline, uh, you know, it, funnily enough, they, they don't really, you know, they don't show Strickland propane in the first episode. Um, I yes. think he mentions it just a couple times. Yeah, I think just the the one time he mentions propane, but he doesn't he doesn't say yeah. uh, Strickland specifically. Right. So we're not introduced to Buck, but uh, you know, you get Hank and 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 Dale and Bill and Boomhauer, and they're sitting around, and and obviously they're trying to fix Hank's car, which is uh, th- uh, his truck, which is a common thread throughout um, the episode. And uh, and then I guess the whole really plot of the episode is that uh, Bobby gets a black eye from a baseball game, um, and then he goes to uh, the they go to the store and uh, uh, Hank and Bobby, and then Hank gets in a argument with Buckley, or You're I think far. it is Buckley, right? It is Buckley, it but is, yeah. you know it's funny because we you know we obviously know Buckley, but it's never established that he is Luann's boyfriend in this episode. Right. So, uh, so what are you trying to build? I love more like that. <laughs> what are you trying to do? Uh, Buckley's a great character. Um, yeah, and it actually is credited as Buckley um, on, on IMDb, which is funny. Um, and then so gossip, you know, once people see Bobby with a black eye and Hank yelling at Buckley and, you know, then gossip goes around and it gets around through the, what do they call it? When like, when some person, um, you know, when you say something to a person, oh. they spread it and then and then pervert it a little bit, and then you know it changes and changes until it gets something. Yeah, I mean, I know, I remember the game in in like kindergarten was called to like telephone or something, but telephone. That's um, right. That's right. I don't know if there's a term for like when it happens. That's and, what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so by the end of it, you know, all the all the gossipers are saying, you know, that Hank, you know, beat his son or <laughs> or, or threatened the threatened the 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 guy with a hammer. You know, <laughs> and he kind of did. The world's no, no, no. best hammer. <laughs> yeah, Sears already sold me that. <laughs> the hammer, you know, you know, we could do a whole episode on hammers. <laughs> we, we we should like Hank's Hank's last essay that he wrote. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. I love that. I forgot. It was yeah. about hammers. It was about hammers. You um, told me you left baby GH sleeping in a bag of hammers. <laughs> the hammers of, of of King of the Hill. Um. So. 
Uh, they, uh, uh, Anthony from the the Child Protective Services, I guess, you know, um, the Twig yeah. Boy. I mean, it, <laughs> as, does it as say where he's from? More well-known, yeah. Yeah. Um, he comes and uh, he's trying to take Bobby away. Bobby, don't you want to live in a house with a pool? No. <laughs> Dude, that line always gets me. It's so good. No. <laughs> like, why would I wanna, like, it's like he doesn't really understand like what he's saying. Like, like, why are you trying to get me to go wait? And then, um, so then, uh, you know, then um, Hank's worried, and then, uh, then they find out that uh, Anthony is a kook, uh, and then so they call off the investigation. Uh, the CPS does. But for some reason, they only tell Bobby. <laughs> they don't. They don't tell the rest uh, of the family. Uh, and then, so Bobby tries to trick Hank um, into threatening him, basically to uh, he, you know he, to get him to do stuff uh, that Hank doesn't like. And then says, "Well, you need to let me do this because they might take me away." <laughs> and then, and then one of my favorite lines is when Peggy finds out, and Hank's laying on the on the bed. Oh, it's it's hard, Peggy. It's I love my son. Oh, but, oh it's hard. Yes. And then Peggy tells him they they call out the investigation last week. I'll kill him. It's <laughs> <laughs> the fantastic, just uh, a great. And then and then they've you know then there's a nice heartfelt moment at the end uh, where Hank tries to tries to tell him that he loves him uh, and he can't. It's really hard. And then the episode ends as you see Anthony being being uh, carted off to Los, Ange- Los Angeles, Los Angeles, Los Angeles. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So and the funny thing I, I've always thought about the pilot is that it's so dry. Like I love King of the Hill because it's so dry. Right. It's so organic and natural. Long pauses. Right. Nothing like you ever see nowadays on tv like tv sitcoms nowadays constant talking no stops it's weird to be honest i'm not a big i'm not a big fan i don't really have any sitcoms that i that i watch anymore um that are current do you uh well let's see i feel i watch um uh, i watch the connors and uh you know, which is just the Roseanne sort of and spinoff. And that's definitely in, yeah, that's definitely in the style. That's definitely in like the 90s style, right? And I actually yeah. haven't seen it because I've never seen Roseanne. And I've always wanted to see Roseanne. But then I never, I never have. And then I just, so I haven't ever been interested in the Connors yet. Yeah. Uh, you know, I feel like there maybe is one other, there were a couple, but, but by and large, no. I, I mean, to be honest, I don't watch a lot of contemporary stuff yeah. at all. I boring. watch game shows. Like literally, that's all I watch <laughs> on, on current TV. Um. Yeah, I mean, apart from, and this is not even really television, I guess, um, but, you know, with uh, Amazon has, I, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, that's a really great show. Speci- what actually, it, it focuses on um, comedians. I mean, it's a, it's, hmm. uh, it's set in the 50s. It's a whole thing, well, but it's, no, I it's, haven't seen that. it's fascinating. I think it's hysterical. Um, oh, good. I'll, I'll check that out for sure. But yeah, but by and large, no, I, I don't really watch anything contemporary. Um, but, yeah. you know, it's funny you mentioned the stuff with the pauses um, and this sort of like letting you sit with, with the situation. That's very much like The Office. And what do The Office and King of the Hill have in common? 
that would be Greg Mike Daniels. Judge. Just kidding. Yeah, right. no, Greg <laughs> Daniels. Yes, Greg Daniels, the man. Who, um, um, yeah. The Office is another just, I mean, I love The Office. Oh, and actually, I mean, I, I, I grew, I mean, like, you know, when it came out, I was probably like, I don't know, 13, 14. And, you know, I loved it then. By the end of it, I was kind of sick of it. And I, at the last season, I didn't ever watch it. You know, I was definitely like, hey, like, Michael's gone, you know. But I've recently, in the past few years, just like, really. I mean, I've always loved The Office. I never hated anything. But it's like, I really got, I mean, what a brilliant show. And oh, it yeah. shows, like, it, in, it shows, honestly, I kind of feel like I had a realization. Like, The Simpsons kind of started dying off when King of the Hill came. Mm-hmm. And then King of the Hill kind of started dying off when the office hit. Yeah, that's true. You know, and it's really funny. It's it's kind of like that eight around the seventh, eighth season, you know, of each. Um, and then kind of the same with the office. It kind of started, which is weird. But anyway, um, I love Greg Daniels. Uh, and yeah, and funnily enough, you know, they're bringing back King of the Hill. Uh, well, he, sort of. He, I, you know, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Did I send you? I may not have sent you the clip, but he, he was speaking to somebody on their YouTube channel. Um, and he specifically said that, um, you know, they hadn't spoken to anybody at, at, at these networks. I mean, like, it's it's something that they are basically, like, they're looking to do, they want to do. Um, yeah. But at this point in time, like, I it's think definitely it is not. Coming. A, just, I, I, how could you turn I it down? I think it is. No, I think it is. I just think they're kind of playing it safe and unless everything, uh, you know, because I know exactly how projects work out. You know, I, I bet it's I mean, I bet it's really far into development, but they don't want to announce anything just yet because, you know, they haven't found a home for it or something. You know, I, I don't yeah. know. But, or, 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 you know, or it's it's still in way early pre-production. But, um, yeah, the back to the pilot, you know, it just um you know, that really establishes a lot of things that, you know, you get to see John Redcorn uh, cheating on Dale. Um, you know, you meet Joseph, you see their friends, Bobby, uh, and, you know, you see how they love to fix stuff. The the four guys, um, there's a classic. I mean, I love when Boomhauer says something and he <laughs> responds. I mean, all of those are just the best. Yeah. Um, That's you know, what we're Lots of, lots of reoccurring. Though. That's what... <laughs> Yeah. Well, I wish it were that easy, Boom Howard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should be in sales. <laughs> it's so good. Uh so um yeah, I, I just you know, and I, I don't like you know, the animation is so is a very different, right? Um like uh and so it it's kind of almost like off putting. In the way that Beavis and Butthead, it's almost like like it's almost, like I feel like that the first episode is is like a stopgap in between Beavis and Butthead's art style and like what like and like season two of of yeah of where it's just kind of it's pretty you know pretty raunch like raunchy like like just just kind of weird looking yeah it always it, it turned me off of it when I was little I always thought it was really depressing to me King of the Hill I I just got into King of the Hill about five years ago. See, um, that's all oh, that's wild. I mean, I know. I know we've talked about this just, before, but like I yeah. I mean I I remember watching the the premiere. Um I you know cuz the Simpsons was a lead into it. Um and I mean I I've, I've literally been watching from the beginning. No, I'm not going to claim you, that like and you, and you and you loved it. Like like from when you first saw it. I did, but probably yeah. f- for different reasons cuz I was 
Uh, let's see, so interesting. Yeah, how old I don't even think so. I had it was when it ninety-seven. Debuted. Yeah, so I was, and I would have turned nine in July. So I was eight at the time. So it's yeah. not like I really like got the humor. Well, you know, when, when did it come out? And was it in July? Uh, when did it? Well, no. So it, it debuted in January um, of of ninety-seven. So it did yeah. My goodness. Um, so I, so like, I yeah, I, I hadn't even hit nine yet. Um, yeah. But, you know, I mean, I think I was it's four. Uh, oh, my five? God. <laughs> I mean, it's like, obviously, four. we're not that far apart in age. But when, you know, when you're that young, yeah, that's then. a huge difference. And um, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> that Peggy, that Peggy line. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. oh it just makes me sick. Just to, that means when she, <gasps> that means when she was three, Bobby was one. <laughs> It almost makes me sick just thinking about it. Marie. Yeah. Marie. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I really have loved it since the beginning. But, you know, of course, at that age, I, I didn't like it for the same reasons. Um, I think kids just have a way of, of finding humor, like the most like base, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm not getting the depth of the jokes or anything. Sure. Um, exactly. I mean, it's such an adult humor like adult and the actual like when you're adult these things are super funny oh yeah like, i don't mean like in a raunchy way it's just funny it's just you know when you have that um, life experience you know yeah and and to just sort of understand how uh social yeah. interactions are and and what's normal and what's not normal yeah. and yeah it's um, it's a wonderful it, thing so <laughs> it, it's such a i mean and it truly is i mean the 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 quality of of the of the pilot script is just to me. I just I love it. It's very, it's it's just like it reminds and it it, it is absolutely nostalgic for me. Um, I have to say, I remember when I first started it, uh, watching it, um, like that series. I was in was in the dead of summer, super hot out. I remember waking up uh, early, drinking a delicious ice cold Coke Zero from a can, <laughs> and sitting on the couch watching it, and it was just like the best summer ever. And it's just, and that's what I feel like, you know. Um, and anyway, so it sounds like the best summer ever. <laughs> it, it was, it was great. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, I guess I'd love to talk. I was thinking, I think we can highlight some people in the cast, kind of every every episode. Maybe even like um, go kind of deep into one. But um, I thought, you know, at least we can go over like who, like each one, and, and kind of other stuff they've done. Obviously. Uh, Mike Judge is is Hank Hill, and he's and he's Boom Boomhauer, um, uh, and so he's you know he just amazing, and and obviously and the other thing is that like I just like you just recently showed me was it you or who was it on the maybe it was on the TMP Discord that like he's totally based off of a Beavis and Butthead character. Oh um, yeah, it's uh, What's his name Smith. Uh, um uh oh my god you know I, yeah i forget who posted it but i was the one who made the comment um yeah a mr uh, oh shoot i mean, i'm gonna have to google it now um uh, that, yeah i know but anyway is it anderson Miss, yeah mr anderson that's what it is is that what it is yes yeah. um, so i've never seen beavis and butthead i haven't really watched i mean i've seen a few episodes i i, I don't remember anything about it um and uh so yeah, I mean, I think that's so obviously it's it's a it's a it's a character that you know was developed over time. Uh, Mike Judge made the character, all the original characters. I didn't realize. Um, did you know that? Did you know that he like he did the designs for him and everything? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I yeah, mean, it's he, really he neat. is. I, uh, I mean, I, I guess you could call him um, 
not an animator necessarily, but I mean, I guess an illustrator. I mean, that's not his an background artist, yeah. at all. Um, yeah. I think his, his background is in like some really like high level science. I, I can't remember uh, off the top of my head, but he's a genius. He's um, <laughs> But his, uh, but yeah, I mean, his, his, his art style is pretty crude. Um, you know, I mean, it's not, mm-hmm. yeah. at least when you look at Beavis and Butthead and um, I mean, obviously I'm yeah. sure there are actual artists and animators who sort of took, you know, his, his ideas and said, well, let's tweak exactly. it this way. Yeah. And no, no, he, he drew every cell, every cell. Josh. <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, like that, that Simpsons joke. They, they just don't have any more live episodes of the Simpsons because it's a terrible strain on the animators wrists. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and that's a that's one of the things that I've always loved too is that King of the Hill is like a, a, a true and tried, as Casey would say, <laughs> sitcom. Um, you know, and it's funny because it's a cartoon, but it doesn't really make any effort to to you know to take advantage of that fact that it's a cartoon. It is such a. I mean, you could basically shoot like they could they could have probably shot King of the Hill cheaper. You know, in real life, like very easy, <laughs> you know, like at least, you know, if most of the episodes, um, it's just a very basic, funny comedy. Um, you know, it's really down to earth. And anyway, so so that's Mike. Uh, and then there's, I don't, you know, I've never heard her voice said, but Kathy, do you know how to pronounce her last so, name? So, you know, I feel like I have always in my head said Najimi, but I think it's actually Najimi. Najimi, um, okay. I would have to confirm that yeah, but i'm, I'm pretty sure, sure it's in the jimmy never, yeah we could we could figure it out but she does wonderful i mean i've i knew her from uh sister act right um that's right I, I always knew her from that and then hocus pocus right and hocus pocus that's right yeah and uh, just wonderful i i've I mean, i'm a big uh peggy fan i think and i think that her voice is incredible and i think she's really oh it's funny. it's perfect you know yeah. she she just i feel like she got that character immediately like she she understood peggy i think absolutely yeah and then uh equally incredible pamela then Segal, now uh pamela adlon um i love that she changed her name uh when she got married like that like no one ever does that in the uh in yeah the, in the entertainment in business yeah. and it's totally understood you know i just thought that's interesting but yeah she does bobby bobby hill uh among others she does clark peters uh, <laughs> oh, uh she does um you know, she does uh, many character actors. Of, uh, they all do character act. I mean, they all do many of the of the one time character parts. But um, she also did uh, Leanne, which I always, I never, I never ever put that together until. Interesting. Uh, see, isn't that crazy? Yeah, she does Luann's mom in, in the one episode she's in. But I just, I never. She does such a great job. I didn't even think about it. But yeah, truly. I knew Pamela Adlon from Recess. From is it Spinelli? I think yes. That's wow. Yeah. And so I always knew Spinelli, and then when I heard, then I I saw King of the Hill after that, and I was like, why is why is Bobby voiced by? I couldn't get the girl out of my head. Mm. That was actually a big deal to me when I was growing up. I was just like, it's so weird that he's voiced by a girl because that's all I could see. So that was one thing that's kind of funny. Um, then you have the wonderful Brittany Murphy, uh, who does Luann platter which is peggy's <laughs> niece um she and i love this i saw like you know you've seen those little behind the scenes documentary things about it um i love how they talked about hey, you've seen those right josh have you have you seen the behind the scenes uh i don't I bet you have you can look them up on youtube 
Okay. It's really cool. But they, they, you know, they talk about how, you know, when they were putting out casting calls for, for the characters, you know, and for the, and for specifically Lu- Luann, you know, most of them were just kind of um, spazzy, you know, teenage girls. Mm. But Luann had this kind of innocence, like to her that just, that, you know, that her voice just was different. It wasn't that. It was like a, uh, uh, more of a, a working, like, like, you know, uh, uh, just innocent, more of a girl. Um, and I thought that was, and it's so true. And I think that it's, it was a very good decision because they could, you know, it really gives her character a lot more depth. Yeah. Uh, and then, and it was revealed that, you know, her whole character was, was to be a juxtaposition against Hank's, mm. you know, the, the uncomfortableness of him being next to uh, a, a, a scantily clad young woman. You know, that it was that, you know, that was that was the whole driving. I mean, even in the pitch to Fox, I mean, that was like in, you know, like this is who he lives with. And, and, you know, and it's and it's it's terrible. You know, I got a minor son living here. (laughs) So I just, you know, I I, and I find it interesting, you know, Luann over time, she, you know, she's she becomes less frequent and kind of comes back and forth. But um, I really do like her character. Um. Then we have Johnny Hardwick uh, in there doing Dale. Uh, incredible. I mean, and he's, and I believe he's, he was just, I think he's like a, you know, one of the producers. I mean, uh, I think he's directed some of the episodes too, but I, I don't think he was an actor. I think that he was part of the show's um, production. Yeah, his, that's always been and a then, little unclear to me exactly. Yeah. Sort of how he, you know, what what his initial role was, but... Yeah. I mean, because I, I, I feel like he, uh, I, I do feel like his background is somewhere he, I mean, based in comedy. I mean, but... it says staff writer. He's in this oh, episode okay. as a staff writer. Oh, okay. So that, well, that says it all. Um, yeah. So very cool. Oh, yeah. And Brittany does uh, Joseph as well. Yes. Uh, well, pre, uh, pre puberty yeah. Joseph. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Prepubescent. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Johnny Hardwick. I just, and again, I am such a, a season one Dale fan. I mean, he is so funny. His, his 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 he has a lower voice. He doesn't really he doesn't really scream a lot like he does in the list. I mean, I love I love later seasons Dale too. I love all Dale, but that oh that original. He, he, he's a little he's, more low key initially. Yeah, more low key. I think he's and then it really makes that sunglasses a lot more sense. You know, kind of kind of hang him back listening and then telling you about what he really knows you know right i I love that you know you know global (laughs) you know his conspiracies are amazing you know i I think and i'm sure this is probably confirmed somewhere i I think that's that's like his his glasses are supposed to be a nod to hunter s thompson um if you're familiar with who I, that I'm is. not familiar with that. Um, so he was a journalist. Um, I think he followed a, a bunch of uh, like biker gangs around. I mean, he, he was really like sort of uh, like, you know, get your hands dirty kind of journalist. Mm. Specifically, I, I can't Okay, the, that makes sense. Okay, right? yeah. And I very much into the uh, sort of, um, I don't know if you would be, I'm not like well-versed on him necessarily to be able to speak <laughs> authoritatively but i think maybe sort of into the conspiracy thing a little bit so that really sort of yeah. makes sense with with dale yeah 
Yep. Wonder and I just yeah. I mean, wonderful character and really lots very very uh surprisingly deep, you know, with 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 everything he has going on. But um yeah. He has some of the best lines and everything. Uh next up we have Ashley Gardner. Uh she does Nancy Hicks Gribble. Sure. Um I believe yeah, I believe <laughs> she also which she does um um Dee Dee, right? Yeah, you know, I actually I don't know that for certain. That that would make sense. Yeah, I think so. But she's wonderful. Uh, you you know her off off uh, Seinfeld. She's the librarian of Seinfeld. <laughs> does the poetry um, with, um, with Bookman. Yeah, with Bookman, <laughs> a library cop. Um, oh, classic. And episode. so I just I think she's a, she's fantastic. I mean, she nails Nancy. That that part is perfect. Um, and then uh, two more. We got two more here, and then we'll, well, I guess we got three more because one of them's uncredited, which is really weird. But uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that. We got David Herman. Um, you know him from a lot of stuff. I mean, mostly Futurama. He's kind of the same thing in Futurama. A nice, beautiful character actor um, that does many parts. I and mean, he's usually the guy that does. He's usually one of the one of the two that does the the uh, one time off characters. Um, and, uh, and so in this one, and he also is the voice of Buckley and Anthony, um, which is, and so he does in a great, great, and he's, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's, uh, scruffy from, uh, Futurama. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I mean, and obviously there's, there's the Mike judge thing with this, but I, I can only ever think of him as Michael Bolton from office space from office space. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I just watched office space for the first time. A couple years ago. Whoa, wild! I thought it, I thought it was really funny. Yep, it is. It's a great movie. You know, it's pretty. It's I just my you know my parents didn't let me watch it. And right. I, I, it's it's pretty raunchy. It's not too bad. It's really funny. It's really really funny, especially yeah. coming from from uh, you know I think that they uh, coming from a, a King of the Hill background because you get to see the Mike Judgeness of it. But I think that the uh, Dale, what's the episode when he's in the office? You know, I, th- I think that's kind of like tech. a love letter to that. Yeah, stick mm-hmm. tech. I mean, that episode is is really, I love it. You know, they do a lot of stuff like that. But uh, David Herman, I think he's his voice is really funny. Um, and then la- uh, we have Toby Huss. Um, he does Cotton's voice. He does uh, Khan's voice. Um, and then uh, he picks up uh, the Atherton's. You know, he does a lot. <laughs> he does lots of. Uh, you know, I, he might have some even other re. I mean, he has a lot, probably lots of reoccurring. Oh, characters. Uh, yeah, he's he's got range. Like, I mean, you, I feel like you really. He's one of those people who you just. Mm-hmm. He's he's got this ability to to totally just like oh man change completely change not yeah. just like his tone but just like the way his entire voice sounds like he's not it's not like H John yeah. Benjamin where you pretty much know it's him every time because he doesn't do anything but. But speak with his regular speaking voice. Right. right, right. Yeah. Uh, you know, he does. Um, oh, what's the the episode? Um, smuggling cocaine. Uh, That's that, got what, to be illegal. You know, he, he what's the name of the. The name oh, of the of, of the, the serial killer. Yeah. Oh, anyway, because Bobby's and it's funny because that's a staff writer or that's that's one of the production. Oh, uh, Wes Archer. Wes Archer, that's right. Wesley, that's that's a great name for a killer. I love that he says that. <laughs> that's such a nod to it. But um, his voice is my favorite Toby Huss voice. Uh, that really low talk in Southern, you know, and, mm-hmm. and just I think he's a great Toby Huss. And funnily enough, he grew up like just like three hours away from me in a random town in Iowa. That's wild. 
and it's so weird in Marshalltown. Um, have you have you been there before? I have, yeah. My my best friend lived there. I and I was like, I can't because my best friend was an engineer there, worked there, and I was like, you wouldn't believe this, but and Toby Huss is also you know him from Seinfeld as the Wiz. The Wiz. <laughs> I'm the Wiz. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. yeah. He's an amazing actor. I, I don't know if you ever... Uh, did, it, you may be a little too young to have seen Pete and Pete on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Um, Especially because I was poor and didn't have cable. <laughs> but he, he was uh, Artie, the strongest man in the world. Oh, really? That yeah, he was like, this really goofy character who... I don't even know if I've even... I don't even... I don't... I can't even picture what Pete and Pete is. I think you uh, may have talked about it once, but... Two, two red-headed kids. You would know him if you saw him, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, yeah. Cat-dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. Almost, I'm almost through Doug. Oh, man. I'm, and we I'm can proud. start our Doug podcast. That'll be next. That's, that's a great show. That's a great show. A really good show. Absolutely. Um, and then last but not least, we have the incredible steven root uh that does bill uh and does buck and and buck and buck Mm -hmm. strickland and those are his main two but man and you know again all these all of the actors do the characters as well the others um and i just yeah i mean i'm such a steve i think steven root's one of the most incredible actors of all time um you know, he's. You know, have you seen her brother? Where art thou? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh my goodness, dude, he's so good in that as the blind radio guy and um, just everything he does. Oh, and have you seen um, news radio? Have you seen that? I have not, and that's one oh. that's like it's it's been like sort of on the um, periphery of my radar for a really long yeah. time, but I've never really taken the time to just give it a shot. But I, yeah, it's, and there's an actual episode. Of King of the Hill that has all the news radio people on it. Really? Did you know that? No. Yes, when Luann gets her um, her roommates. Oh, uh-huh, okay. You know they have Andy Dick. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then the then the two girls. Mm-hmm. Those are Andy Dick and the two girls are from News Radio, and so is so is Stephen Root. So is Bill. So it's like a fun little reunion there. Oh, and I think that's around the time that it was, you know, it was on. So mm-hmm. really fun. News Radio is great. So. Uh, Incredible cast. Someone may may say the best cast of any sitcom ever, and I I would say that. Um, I, <laughs> they're they're just incredible, um, and very talented. And so yeah, that's that's it. So, um, obviously, uh, you know, uh, you know, th- this one actually was directed by Wesley Archer. Funnily enough, it was absolutely. Yeah, and then yeah, written by uh, Mike Judge, Greg Daniels, uh, Jim Doderive. Which there you go, you get that name, Bill Doderive. I'm sure that was based off him. And then Johnny Hardwick. So incredible. Um, it'll be fun to dive deep into more of the of the cast stuff as we go. Just a little, you know, past stuff they've been into. But I did, I know that you kind of found some stuff. Did you have stuff that you wanted to talk about of the? Yeah, you know, I yep. mean, I had mentioned sort of you know the, the, uh, speaking to the fact that you know if you see this first episode and if you skipped all the way to the end, you'd pretty much know just about everybody still. But they also establish a lot of firsts in this episode. Um, you know, we talked about the, the joke, the ongoing joke where, you know, Boomhauer mumbles something that you can barely make out. And Hank reacts as if it's just, you know, something profound <laughs> he, that, that everybody's talking. Right. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, it's the first time uh, that uh, Hank says uh, that boy ain't right, which right. I-, I will say that, that that quote gets so overused by by people like on Reddit and stuff. Like he says it, I feel like I feel like my count Three was times, like fewer maybe. than ten times in the entire series. So it's not yeah, it's not like a catchphrase, but. Um, it it's is a, a great phrase, though. <laughs> it is a great phrase. Um, it's the first mention of Hank's narrow urethra. Um, oh, <laughs> he's talking to me about. He, what is he? he asked me about. What, what did he say? What's uh, that line? He didn't ask uh, about my glands. Yeah, he didn't ask about my. Yes, exactly. Um, firstly, like you mentioned, first time we see John Redcorn and his whole affair with with Nancy and. Yep. It was the first mention of propane and propane accessories. Um, <laughs> um, they see sort his of, love for America. <laughs> they, uh, we see the Megalomart for the first time. We see, like, you know, Buckley. Uh, I mean, so much of so much of the show is, is established it right is. from the beginning. Yeah, no, it's crazy, right? I mean, you're right. Uh, it's almost like they couldn't. And the thing is, is and I love that. Yet there's still so much space left in the episode to let it breathe. Yeah. It's not hurried. It's not rushed. It actually, when I, when I, it's the funniest thing. Whenever I watch it, I always think this episode seems long. And I don't mean that in a, in a bad way. I, I love it. It's just like for some, somehow the, the feeling of the episode, I just feel like it's such an epic episode, but it's still just a 22 minute normal episode. Yeah. I think it might be because, there's not really like a B story. Like there's not like a side story in, in this episode, no. you know, which that's I mean, it. I guess that it, makes sense absolutely. when you're trying to establish, you know, what's going on. But, um, yeah, they have yeah, some it's... cute cuts, you know, to like Bill and, and Dale, you know, working on Hank's truck, you know, but that's still, you know, it's, that's just like a quick thing. There's not really a full exactly. Story. And it's something exactly. Hey, um, Dale, Thank you, Dale. You broke the, the, the break <laughs> no, cable, <I> Dale. <laughs> no, I didn't. And uh, you know, it's funny. It's it's the only time. You know what? It's maybe it's it's not the only use of a uh, a musical. You know, uh, interlude. Uh, you know, where I guess like um, like a montage. I feel like they used that maybe one other time in one of the later seasons. But it was it feels funny. That really feels out of place to me. Um, you know the it's you know all these different instances of, of sure. Bobby sort of you know manipulating. I, I Hank. Just, I, you know what's my favorite one is just when they're when they're dressing up Ladybird, and it just cuts to him and he's just just can't take it like the fact that yes. oh, you're dressing up my dog. I think that is so funny. I mean, what a funny <laughs> character building thing. Like he thinks it's so bad that they're dressing up, and Bobby knows that he thinks it's bad. To dress up the dog, mm-hmm. and so he is. That's so funny. I mean, I wonderful. Yeah, that, yeah. No, it is. It is weird. It is. It is weird. And then I think that even the, you know, I think that the, the Hank's care. You know, other out of place thing is like Hank's character at the end when he's kind of gets up and he's like boxing with them. You know, it's just like it's not really Hank. You know, come on, put it. You know, it's just uh, in the in the last scene there. But right, yeah, because that's that. You're yeah, you're right. That's really not. I mean, there are a lot of things I feel like in this first season where it, it sort of it feels a little off, just based on what we know of the characters yeah, later on. But exactly, um, I also I think about this a lot, um, where where Bill it was Bill that asked if they saw Seinfeld right at the beginning. Yeah, 
Um, uh, yeah. I think it was Bill that asked that, but uh, it, it just seems, and, and Hank, Hank goes, oh, hell, I missed it. And I feel like I would never have picked, you know, pegged Hank as a Seinfeld fan. Um, sure. But, but I mean, I, again, I, like, I think everyone was kind of then around that time. Like, I, I would say the same thing about my parents, and I like, come to find out that they they love Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Like, they loved, like, they would watch it, like, with their friends, like, when it came out new. And so that actually, that line always hit me is really funny because Hank's about my parents' age. And so uh, it, I thought that that's so realistic as well, that, like, oh, I missed it, you know. But I know what you mean. Like, I, I know exactly what you mean. But you know, I maybe Hank, maybe he is a Seinfeld fan because what was it? Uh, I mean, not Seinfeld's get, funnier than than Garrett than uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it Seinfeld's so much. Funnier than Gary, so he's Jewish. <laughs> yes, Dale, he's Jewish. There's nothing, There's nothing wrong, wrong with, with that, that in and of in itself. And of itself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, truly, I, I feel like uh, th- this is the only show that I think that I would put above Seinfeld. I mean, because mm-hmm. I, God, I love Seinfeld so much, but King of the Hill is truly yeah. like, that's, that's the top for I me, mean, man. It's one of those things where you wouldn't have this show without Seinfeld. I mean, you know, like Seinfeld is such a, uh, a golden uh what do you call it it's the uh like a golden standard to me yeah like, to me it's just kind of like the grand i mean obviously you got cheers and you got you know you got 70s sitcoms and, and you know it goes back all the way to the 50s and whatever but you know what i mean like i think like seinfeld is still to this day timeless and kind of set the pace for everything else that came after it so yeah i mean it really I, it it, yeah. it did uh it felt different. Well, it's, you know, I feel like it's because the, I mean, well, there's not, this is, it's Seinfeld's a whole thing, but yeah, it's just, it totally changed comedy and, in sitcoms and yeah. Yeah. It's just, I, I, it changed culture. And, and, and I would say, and I would say that Seinfeld as a whole is probably better than, than, than King, like, like the entire, like the first, like the it starts to finish. It was more even, yeah, you know what I mean. I think that King of the Hill didn't get less interesting um, at, in the last few uh, seasons, but absolutely, I agree. I and mean, King of the Hill is my favorite. So, but yeah, yeah, very cool. Um, so I, uh, I think that's it. Did you have anything else? Uh, you know, I, I think that's uh, that's all I got, Twig Boy. So next episode is. Um, the Peggy teaching uh, uh, sex ed, isn't it? Yes. And that yes. is called, I always forget what that's called. For oh, some reason, my uh, app is running really slow. It is. Well, here, I'll just uh, move on over here. Uh, square peg. Square peg, of course. Right, right. So that's a classic. Look forward to that next time on episode two. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can uh, just, and it will just go right in order. So, um, right now, I guess we have a Twitter you can follow. Yes. Right? You can follow us at propane maniacs. There you go. And our name, by the way, propane maniacs is just amazing. I, I, I love our name. I just going to say it because it's such an inside of the inside <laughs> joke, you know, weaker men and less smart men would have done propaniacs, right? Oh, absolutely. But see, we wanted to go the one step further 
We wanted Peggy's version. <laughs> Propane maniacs. <laughs> I love it. Yes. That gag is so good. Even even when they've all decided that they're going propaniacs, she still has to get in that she's propane still, maniac. She's still trying to get it. <laughs> like, trying to get in hers. So good. So um, we are propane maniacs. Yes, I did just grill a steak on propane. I, uh, I was impressed, by the way, when you when you told me that you had to finish up that steak. I, you know, I that's was my new. See, I really started this. I wanted to start this just so that I could tell my wife that oh, it's it's propane maniacs day. I gotta make a steak. That's the tradition. I think it has to be. I right? think it really has to be. Yep, and I. You know what? I did taste the meat. And not the and heat. the heat. Ooh, taste the meat and the heat. Propane. Theft Arlen. Yeah, propane. <laughs> But uh, all right, we'll see. Uh, so uh, yeah, Propane Maniacs, and you can find Josh at Twitter. Uh, I okay. yeah, I am uh, at Edwards Josh, and he has a picture of Doug for his profile picture. Yes, Doug Funny with an Atlanta Braves cap. Doug Funny, and what's Doug Funny's middle name? Yancey. That's right. And you can find uh, me uh, at P Burkham, P B U R K U M. Uh, and that's it. So yeah, um, we will be finding a, 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 a fun home for this. I think maybe YouTube or something like that. But uh, definitely check us out. Obviously, check out talking my other uh, podcast, Talk Nintendo. And you can also find uh, my other podcast, A Two We Talks. I'm I'm starting two new podcasts in the same month. Smartest. I'm a thing podcast you've ever done. guy, Josh. I'm a podcast personality. You have to just quit your day job and just podcast every waking hour. You got it. That's what I'm trying to do right now. All right, we'll see you next time on the Propane Maniacs. Bye. told me you left baby GH sleeping in a bag of hammers.